You're listening to the Brand Boost Podcast with Vincenzo Landino. Oh yeah, Friday. Feels so good. Ah, we get to enjoy another slate of sweet 16 games tonight. Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Iowa State, Virginia, Gonzaga, Syracuse, Indiana, and North Carolina. But last night was interesting set of games. As I record this, it is Thursday night. Oklahoma's up by 20. Villanova won by 23. And I haven't yet seen the Kansas, Maryland, or Duke, Oregon games. Yeah, it's about 9.30 on Thursday night. It's usually how it runs for me. Usually uh, trying to record the podcast for you guys at the latest times to get you the freshest information. I don't know. My bracket's destroyed. Not sure who I think is going to win the national championship at this point. It's quite interesting how how things change quickly in a matter of... of uh, couple days with the tournament, you know. Wanted to talk a little bit about, I know we've, we've discussed uh, TV consumption and Nielsen on the podcast before. Let's talk about how millennials consume TV and how it depends on which stage of life they're in. Nielsen report examines the demographics viewing habits. You know, there's a reason that millennials are really so difficult for advertisers to pin down. Their media consumption is in a constant flux. The adults in that 18 to 34 demographic are in rapid transition. According to Nielsen's quarter four 2015 total audience report, which was released only Thursday morning, it jumped in and and really helped us understand the consumption habits of advertising's millennial group, the most elusive, often most mystifying. The report found that millennials who started a family spend significantly more time watching TV, an average of an hour per day more, than those who don't have children or still live with their parents. Glenn Enoch EVP of Audience Insights for Nielsen said, it's not about age, it's about life stage. 18 to 34-year-olds are not a monolithic group with a common set of technologies or behaviors. Their lives are in rapid transition as they join the workforce, move into their own homes, start their own families. The total audience report, which should not be confused with the total audience measurement ratings, Uh, breaks down millennials to three separate life stages. They are dependent adults, those who are living in someone else's home, usually a parent or parents, on their own, those living in their own home, no children, and starting a family, those living in their own home with children. As an example, 97% of 18-year-olds live in someone else's home. Obviously, it's usually a parent. 
but 90% of 34-year-olds live in their own home, while 60% of those have children. In the middle of the demographic, roughly one-third of 26-, 27-year-olds falls into each of the three life stages. These three groups had very different media preferences during quarter four of 2015. I'm looking at a chart here. I will find a way to get this chart into some show notes for you. Dependent adults, those living in someone else's home, 64% of them were watching subscription-based video on demand. 74% were consuming that content on a laptop computer as opposed to those in stage two, which is called the on-your-own stage, living in their own home without children. 78% were watching subscription-based video on demand, 81% on a laptop. Okay, but then it's something funny happens here. When they're starting a family, living in your own home with children, only fi- that number drops to 58% have subs- or watching subscription-based video on demand, and only 64% on a laptop. They have the, uh, the number of 65% watching on their tablet is the highest in that uh, penetration of stage three starting a family. I would say probably because they hand over their kids the tablet to watch Netflix or whatever children's programming they have. Let's take a look at the live TV viewing. On average, daily time spent watching live television. Dependent adults in stage one, two hours and 32 minutes a day. An hour and 11 minutes on a TV connected device for a total of three hours and 44 minutes. Stage two, which is the on their own stage, two hours and six minutes of live TV and one hour and 32 minutes on TV connected device for a total of three hours and 38 minutes. When you're starting a family, living in your own, with children, three hours and 16 minutes of live TV one hour and 23 minutes of a, on a TV connect device for a total of four hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Crazy. I looking at these numbers now, it's uh, quite interesting to see um, how really the, dis- the, the parity between those dependent adults and starting a family and on your own. And when you see the chart, uh, you'll be able to see how these get different when you're on your own, living in your own home without children. It looks like uh, they're spending more time on the subscription-based devices, which some of you are probably saying, oh, well, I, we knew that. We knew that there's cord cutters. But many would have said that millennials as a whole were cord cutters. But that doesn't look to be the case fully amongst the demographic uh, as it is within the demographic. So we now get an opportunity to really dive in and uh, see that there's some very, you know, variations of millennials. Pretty, very cool. 
the on your own group or on their own group is more likely than any other millennial to have a multimedia device, high-speed internet, laptops, as well as access to a subscription-based service like Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon. 78% of the on their own millennials have subscription video on demand, as I stated earlier, compared to 64% of dependent adults and 58% of starting a family. Again, which I said earlier, just wanted to kind of rehash this out. On their owns, spend more than 94 hours using computers, tablets, smartphones. This was all in November of 2015, which was 10 hours more than all 18 to 34-year-old adults that month and 18 more hours than dependent adults, those still living at their home, on their own. Starting a family millennials are more likely to own DVRs, 47%. DVD players, 69%, and tablets, 65%. Well, that makes a lot of sense, right? Because they're the ones that spend the most time at home. They have children. They need to DVR their own shows. They're probably watching DVDs because their kids' movies and shows and whatnot are on DVD. And they have tablets because, well, their kids are probably on their tablets. That same group starting a family also spends the most time uh, watching live television, as stated nearly an hour more than the other demographics. And they have the total, the most total TV screen use as well. The average 18 to 34-year-old is spending two hours and 45 minutes watching live TV uh, and another hour and 23 minutes of using a TV Connect device, which is a total of four hours and eight minutes of TV time each day. This is for the entire group as a whole, that whole 18 to 34, regardless of uh, where they fall into on these categories. The starting a family group spent three hours and 16 minutes watching live TV, which was an hour less than the on their own, while dependent watched less live TV uh, and spend less time with TV overall. That, that number kind of shocked me. So if you're spending home, if you're still living at home with your parents or whatnot, apparently you're watching less TV on their own, have the lowest ownership of traditional sources of video and spend the most time outside the home, which, again, total shock to me there. They watch the least amount of live TV but have the most access to multimedia devices and subscription video on-demand services, so they spend the most time with TV-connected devices. Okay, interesting. I still didn't think they spend the most time out of the home. If you look just beyond millennials, Nielsen's report found that the average adult still spent the most time in quarter four watching live TV, averaging four hours and 27 minutes per day, which is 20 minutes below the daily live TV consumption from two years earlier. While DVR time uh, shifted, TV, DVD, Blu-ray usage, and game console time has remained pretty flat over the past two years. Multimedia device time, a connected TV device like Apple TV, Roku, Google Chromecast, has jumped to 11 minutes per day versus just four minutes in 2013. The biggest increase came from app web usage on smartphones, an hour and 12 minutes, a 31-minute increase from 2013, and app web usage on tablets, 
which doubled in two years from 11 minutes to 23 minutes per day. I'm going to give you guys the full report. I have the link to the full Nielsen report. Uh, I'll link it up in the show notes as well. Interesting, though, that the app web usage on smartphones, what does that mean? Mm, Well, I'm thinking this could be big for what we talked about yesterday in the podcast. YouTube Connect, Facebook Live, potentially Periscope, live video. Now, if programming can get better, I think that number only increases over the next couple years. If programming remains real, reality TV type, I think that number increases, maybe not as much. The more we see brands and businesses creating content on the web or for apps for mobile, I think this number significantly increases. So those are my two cents there. The Nielsen uh, Nielsen is really doing a great job diving into um, the age demographics, but also breaking that apart and really understanding. I'm, I'm blown away by their team there really understanding that these millennials are different. You can't just throw them all into an age group because there's so many different life stages during those that time period of your life. Uh, 18 to 34, I mean, graduating high school, starting college, turning you know 21, the you know, legal age for a lot of things, graduating college, starting your first job, transition, transitioning jobs, uh, getting married, having kids, maybe transitioning jobs again, moving. There's there's so many different things within those, you know, short amount of years. They're so looking at about 16 year time spread there, where arguably the most activity in your life will be, um, or at least the most change in your life will be. So your habits are obviously going to change. So kudos to you guys over at Nielsen for. Uh, for recognizing that and for seeing that the millennial group as a whole can be very different. I want to hear what you guys think. Are you guys shocked by these numbers? Do you do you think the trends may change? Are cord cutters as real as you thought it might be? To me, what I'm what I'm seeing the subscription based video on demand is really for those people that are kind of on their own, no kids no family, they're spending the least amount of time at home, or they're at least not home a lot, they're dating, they're they're working late hours, so a subscription video on-demand service is perfect for them. That was, again, that was one of the things that, shot, that stood out to me. The other thing that stood out to me is that the dependent adults living in someone else's home are spending the least time there. That was kind of shocking. But, hey, never know what you're going to get. Data proves all. And uh, I'm curious to see where this turns next year. I want to hear this total audience report next year, quarter five of tw- or quarter four. I'm sorry, of 2016. I don't know where that comes out. Let me know your thoughts. Reach out to me at Vincenzo Landino. Um, would love to hear what you have to he- say about this topic. Also, would love to hear if you think the predictions or if you predict something differently than what the report says or what I just said. Uh, Feel free anytime, reach out, Twitter, Snapchat, 
pretty much anywhere. I would love to hear from you. Until tomorrow, ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.